Listening to Battle Red Radio. I'm Matt Weston, and this evening I'm joined by the not funniest part, best part of this podcast, my good friend Taylor. How you doing tonight, man? Doing all right. Doing all right. I don't. I don't know what type of intro that was here. I, don't I mean, know it's nothing I, personal at all. So unfunniest <laughs> person. You know, I've. I, I said a, I didn't say unfunniest. I said not the funniest. Not the funniest. Yeah, yeah. So wait, <laughs> I am not the funniest person on this podcast. But why do I have fans coming up to me saying, "Taylor, why are you so great?" I mean, I don't know. You know, it's just we have six million listeners, so you're bound to find somebody who would say that to you. Listen, it had to happen but, eventually. But what if? It's your lady that is the one that's complimenting me. Is that then okay? Well, she she said that she didn't mean it like she said it, but I was like, this is what you said. No, 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 no. That's what she said. I almost got up and clasped my hand over her <laughs> mouth and threw in the trunk of my car. So we're going. Hey, you know what? Sometimes people, they just, they enjoy the voice. I think that's what this is. It's something about yeah. my sexy voice where people just think it's Ugh. the greatest. Well, I think I think like for you know if you, like everybody has their own problems, you know what I mean. But I think like you have the choice as a shorter male in America. Oh, is that what you have two options, you or you have three options? You just be short, you be sad about it, you become charismatic, or you go to the gym a lot. And you chose being charismatic, and you've been this way since you were twelve years old. And I I think you and you've done a very good job at it. You know, thank, thank you. <laughs> since uh, twelve years old, since you were tw- so well, I've known you since I was. 12 or 13 so ever since i've known you you've been like this yeah you guys should have been supporting me but no you guys should have pushed me see i should have no. been yeah i should have been like events from entourage you guys should have been my gang but no instead i'm the turtle and you're the vents you it takes an internal will and determination to to create things i don't know you make if, me i sick. would even call what, what this is as creation all it's <laughs> it's nonsense so our first question tonight was from at KT Lane 33. I'm afraid the only question that actually matters is who is funnier. And uh, I think it's a tie. I think we're a tie. <laughs> what do you mean you think it's a tie? Wait, wait. Who's the funnier between us? Yeah, yeah. Come on. Come it's on. It's a tie. No, see. We're both funny in different ways. I'd agree with that. Yeah. Okay. There we'll we agree to disagree. You're more of the dry, depressing humor. No, no. I'm no. more of the creativity, loud, obnoxious humor. Yes. I, I think it's... Well, no. Come on, I'm definitely my my personal humor is a lot more grotesque than yours is. Your and personal so I can't, humor I can't discuss. Be, I can't be you full, can't say I can't your real humor in front of people in a in a recorded setting like this. This is a family podcast, you know. Do we I can't have families? Gr- I don't have families coming up to me. I mean, we have six million listeners. There's families that listen to this. I, we have one comment from like six years ago. It's like I love the show. Uh, but I turned it off because I was listening to the show when I was driving my kid to school and I turned it off. Because oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I do yeah. remember that where somebody did say, hey, can you tone it down a little bit? Yeah, it was like six years ago. And I was like, also, like, it's embarrassing 
to be an adult and then be like cussing about football team on the internet, you know? Yeah, almost if you were screaming the F word on an alligator tour in Louisiana. That's entirely different. What do you mean that's entirely different? It's that's in my own, my own private space, okay. my own personal time. Okay, it was like 30 people on this boat. I mean, we all had a good time together. Half of them were kids. Yeah, well... Wait, wait, not all of us had a good time. I was already pretty drunk. <laughs> It was 11.30 in New Orleans, which is, you're already drunk. You wake up, you and you're already drunk there. It's a disgusting place. Unless um, your name's Michael. Ugh. 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 So, our, so, I wrote a Power Rankings article this week. I didn't write 10 things because I had like half a brain until Tuesday night. So, the worst, the bomb eight teams I have here, 32nd New York, 31 Jacksonville, 30 Cincinnati, 29 Dallas, 28, Philadelphia, 27, Denver, 26, the Chargers, 25, Detroit, and those are the bottom eight teams. Who who did you say Dallas was better than? I have Dallas better than Cincinnati, Jacksonville, and New York. Ooh, okay. You know what? I'm going to believe that. But if Cincinnati had Burrow... This is a big game this week, I would not believe it. Yeah, with Burrow, I would put Cincinnati. Yes, okay. See, that's where it kind of throws that wrench. By the way, I want some credit from you. Who said Colt McCoy was the guy? I did. Guess what happened? Colt McCoy won. I think he ran through the ball like 17 times that game. Who knew that? He (laughs) has the legs still, though. Yeah. Pretty impressive. Well, and it's also funny, too, because like Wayne Goldman has been there starting running back before, that he was bad at it. And here we are three years later, and they've gone through three different running backs. They went through Saquon and then Freeman or Foreman. Freeman. Freeman. I always get him and Deontay Foreman. Well, did he confused. sign? Didn't he get And then Deion Lewis as well. They all try to make them the number one, number one running back. And it's like, oh, I guess Gallman's it. We'll just have to play Gallman then. Yeah, but Lewis was never supposed to be a. They try to do it, though. <laughs> I don't know why you would try that. It's also fun with Tennessee. They're like, all right, our backup to, D- to Derrick Henry. We'll make the smallest, fastest guy in the world, and we're going to make him run the ball. And, and if he comes out, they know we're passing it, so he has to run, and he was awful in that role. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll give you credit for Colt, though. And right. D- DJ's supposed to play this week, too. Very nice. So for mediocre, I have the Giants at 24, Houston at 23, Atlanta at 22, San Francisco at 21, Chicago at 20, Carolina at 19, New England at 18, the football team at 17. Man, you really like that football team, don't I love you? Them so much you again. do. I don't know why, because I, Alex Smith is a great comeback story. But overall, watching him, it's we we talked about it. it's like slow motion, man. It's he just, is slower. Even last game it, against Pittsburgh, it was. I don't know how they won, but it was just even with the ball. Once the receiver catches it, I go, "That's a pick," and somehow the corner safety barely misses yeah. by that inch. And it gets to the receiver. I mean, he's just—he's always been like that, though. Like he never throws interceptions. He doesn't throw the ball downfield. He had that one fade to Cam. I love Cam Sims. Also, if you play any sort of fantasy keeper league, pick up Cam Sims. Oh God, he's here enormous. we go. You're in playoffs now. You don't do that. I love Logan Thomas too. He's my favorite tight end. Well, league. he's now going to be something because they just <laughs> want to keep using him more and more. Well, and he's also like 29 years old. Like he's been tied in for like five or six years. I was going to ask, where did he come from, and why is he so old? He was the starting quarterback at Virginia Tech. And then he was like a six-round pick. They switched him to tight end in Buffalo. And I, don't, I don't believe Buffalo drafted him, but he played in Buffalo for a few years, was used as a blocker, was a very good blocker, and now nobody can tackle him. It takes four guys to bring him down every time. Well, the moment somebody just hits it doesn't matter. It feels like that other guy gets hurt. Yeah. Even though it's, it resembles a lot of Travis Kelsey, 
Only because Travis Kelsey, I can't remember who he did it to, but he just slammed a Denver guy down. Yeah. It was mean. But he doesn't like the nuance of route running that Kelsey has. He's just a Terminator, you know? That's it's exactly like he's made right. out of metal. Uh, my favorite thing about that game, though, was they kept running Smash with, uh, with Logan Thomas, where like the slot receiver runs a corner and then the inside receiver runs a quick curl. And they kept hitting that play. And then they ran an out route instead of a curl. And they got like 30 yards off of that to run that same play. And Vince Williams was like, oh, I know it's coming. <laughs> And then, uh, and then McKissie, I believe, t- ran to an out round, picked up a big gain on. Like Washington's just a smart team. They're not gonna, they're not gonna make mistakes. They're gonna let you be dumber than them. And often, you know, enough. Oftentimes, that's enough wins. You know, it's almost like all Taylor wanted to have was just a competent head coach. Even Carolina. Yeah, no, he wouldn't have been perfect. And it's well, he would have been, but the reason why he's not is because guess what he has control over in Washington? Everything. 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 That's all They're this comes down the to. Team. I bet he just goes I bet they stick with Washington football team. Well, yeah. I, I bet agree. Ron loves it. Oh, I bet he does too. I, I bet he too. lives that thing up. And you know what? I bet you they're also probably the best team in the East next year. Potentially, I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna put my money on that. I mean, you know they're Dallas? gonna they're gonna have I cap space next year, and it's like they have one more year with their really great young defensive line before it gets expensive. They like found Cole Holcomb and John Bostic instead of Kevin Pierre Lewis and uh, Thomas Davis at linebacker, and they don't have any good corners at all either. Like they're doing this with like out any any cornerbacks, and like they just invest and get like one or two free agent corners that are confident enough. Like they already have a top five defense, and it could be even better next year too. I'm not supposed to like them, but hey, I've been a fan of Washington this year. That was year. a really good Jersey game, too. Oh, my, my God. I'm not listening to this colors Monday. argument. It was a really good it Jersey game. It wasn't even that good of a Jersey game. I liked it. It uh, wasn't that good. Oh, you know what Montez Sweat is? I finally figured it out. He's an R&B singer, and he's a rim protector. He's like Marcus Camby. How is he a rim protector? Are you talking about his tips? Well, yeah, and he, yeah. And he had a pick six against Dallas. He had three tips against Pittsburgh. That's not hard to do. One of them created an interception that won the game for him. That one was wild, though. It was like he was outside and he threw inside. It was like, ugh. He Marcus Camby did, though. So he's an R&B singer? What would he sing? I don't know. His name is Montez Sweat, which is a good Trip guy. on me? <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> that works out, yeah. Yeah, just trip on me. Ooh, Ooh. girl. Girl, I saw you last night, and I said, drip. There drip. we go. I like it. Uh, so, playoffs. Playoffs, I have Cleveland at 16, Vegas at 15, Minnesota at 14. What? Arizona at 13, Indianapolis at 12, Miami at 11, Baltimore at 10, Seattle at 9. Why, why do you have Minnesota ahead of Vegas? Ahead of Vegas? Yeah. Because li- their defense is better. Even Cleveland. Cleveland, they're frauds. They're phonies. I actually don't think they're phonies. Yeah, they are. I think if you have two running backs that are Hunt and Chubby, I think you're fine. That's all you need. They're phonies. You just decide which one you want to use at a certain time, and then you have the other receivers. As long as Baker doesn't be Baker, you got a shot. They're phonies. (laughs) They're going to get their teeth kicked in week one. Can I ask you a question, though, real quick here about Baker? You like his commercials this year? Because I've been a fan. The commercials have been good. They've every been time. great this yeah. year. Okay. They were I just good last to year, that. too. Yeah. Well, last year they were okay. This year, though, they've been fantastic. Yeah. So I've been hoping he's going to perform because, again, I still pick this team, even though I changed it, kind of. But Chubby and Hunt, I just don't think you need anything else. I mean, you can do whatever you want. Well, at the Tennessee game, they did two things. They're like, because of how good their run game is, Minnesota play 4 3 a lot. And now they just. Had three wide receivers, and like you have a linebacker 
out in the slot. They play four wide receivers. Even a linebacker in the slot. I'm like, oh, that's the easy you know, slant route. And the Titans start has start Brown Borders the outside cornerback. Awful, <laughs> absolutely terrible. I mean, they just torched him for the whole first half. No and way. That, and that was what that was really the difference in the game was. And then Tennessee had that bad turnover. They had that fourth down they tried to go for where Henry was obviously obviously converted. They they went back and challenged like, oh, wasn't conclusive enough. We called it like this on the field. Um, so it was kind of like Tennessee kind of kind of plays these stupid games or whatever. That's what I. But mean. I didn't feel better about Cleveland after watching that game. It was like, yeah, they're Kevin Stefanowski is a better offensive coordinator than Mike Vrabel is as a defensive coordinator, and they attack Breon Borders, and he's really bad, and that was the difference in that game. Yeah, but isn't the kind of issue though is with Tennessee? That's the problem. You're supposed to be able to win these games where we need you to be as dominant as Kansas City, and there's not. Yeah, they I mean, always have what you even said these but, mishaps. But it's like, but. It's. I mean, it's not well, a foul. It's any given Sunday. Well, Teams no, no, have I know, this, but it's know. always. It's a big mishap that they. Yeah, have. they get the crap kicked yeah, out. That's what I'm saying. It's like where it's forty-two well, to twenty-one. I mean, I guess the other game they got beat bad was the indie game. They had a block punt that game. They missed field goals. I'd you know, still but like that they're, occur, though. they're like a lot. Of, they just they don't get the crap entirely kicked out of them though ever. And like they almost came back in that Cleveland game. They had two mistakes that kind of derailed their comeback attempt, but. Uh, I don't feel any better about Cleveland. That's the first good win that Cleveland has. I know. We said That's it last it. It's week. It's taken 13 weeks. We actually weeks. didn't expect them to win that. No, no, no. Yeah. And they were on the road, too. But yeah. It took 13 weeks. They that finally matters, got though. it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> it's about being comfortable. It's true. Um, Dallas slipping all over Baltimore's field. That was that's, insane. That's why I have that, though. So, next, next, do you, would you have Seattle in the top eight, or do you like them at nine? I like them at nine. Okay. Yeah, I don't think I'd put them in there. I mean, Wilson has to be the best quarterback be, in the league. Yeah, he has to be the magician, and but he can't not, have any turnovers. Yeah, if he's not the best quarterback in the league, they, they're not a good team. Or they're like a very average team. If he throws a pick, it's game, though, I always yeah. feel. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we should be contenders. I have the Tynes at 8, the Bucks at 7, the Rams at 6, Buffalo at 5, Green Bay at 4, New Orleans at 3, Pittsburgh at 2, and Kansas City at 1. Why do you have Buffalo so high there? They're, the rest of their team is starting to catch up to Josh Allen now. Except for Zach Moss. Yeah, that was bad. That was really bad. He's good, too. Yeah. All I know is you're a little bit high on them. Oof. Where would you Come put on, them? Five? Seven? I'd put them at seven, eight. So you, so you would do Tennessee, Buffalo, Tampa, Los Angeles? Tampa, I can only put in the top five the moment they cut Antonio. The problem yeah, that like they have Antonio. Dude. How bad have they looked since signing Antonio? It's a curse. It's not exactly. And it's like, oh, it's not Antonio's it's fault. It's like this, holes this, this. or something. Why do they look the way they do after signing him? It has nothing to do with anything else. Why do they look like it after signing it's him? It's definitely overkill. It's like that. Like they have nine receivers. It's like a you can't just have an ice cream sundae. You have to have gummy worms and chocolate chips. You overdo it where you can't even get you all can't, the filling. Ta- you can't even it finish it. It just gives you a stomach ache. Exactly. You feel sick. It's a good way it's to put it. It's overkills that they it's have too many there. sweets. Th- pick three toppings, three. Maybe five in an NFL team. You have five toppings. Go uh, with that. Yeah, that's a lot. You don't need 13. <laughs> Scotty Miller is just as good as Antonio Brown without the craziness. I don't know about that now. I like to think that. But, man. however, you also have receivers taking back seat because you're having so many cooks in the kitchen. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, my defense rookie of the year, I have Chase Young. Offensive Rookie of the Year, I have Justin Simmons. Offensive Player of the Year, I have Patrick Mahomes. Stevens Player of the Year, Miles Garrett. Comeback Player of the Year, Alex Smith. MVP, Aaron Rodgers. Coordinator of the Year, Brian Dable in Buffalo. Coach of the Year, Matt LaFleur, Green Bay. Executive of the Year, Brian, Brandon Bean in Buffalo. 
Yeah. Um, I really don't want to make Rodgers MVP, but they did not get better this offseason, and they're such a better offense, and he's been absolutely insane this year. Well, I was going to say— All with having wide receiver injuries and everything else they've gone through. I just don't like giving it to Rodgers over anything because is he really that much better this year than Mahomes? I just, well, again, for me, like the MVP, it's not just like Mahomes has been better than him, That's, but it's about the value of it. I I don't know because then if we're going off of value to – but that's the same thing with Mahomes. You're going off of value towards a team, and you could just remove I mean, Mahomes. He, well, yeah, he has the best skill players. He has the best offensive coordinator. Yeah, but he even you know? proved that he could do it without those skill players. I tried to make sure. the argument. I'm sure. But I'm saying, like, it's, but it's, we can only go off of what we have right now in front of us. I just think that this year, nobody, whenever somebody has attempted to break out and to be able to pull away like the Kyler Murray, then something occurs, and they, or the Russell Wilson, they then just have that bad game where it then just sets them back. Yeah. Where then it's just getting down to the boring story. Because I swear to God, if Aaron Rodgers wins it, I'm just going to lose my mind. I think he should. Why? Again, it's about value. I think he's no. the most valuable player Stop in the giving league. me value. Stop putting your hands like that every time you're value. saying value. <laughs> I've been watching a lot of TED Talks lately. I'm trying no, to I don't my want life. Stop pointing at me. <laughs> Either way, everything else I do agree with. The executive of the year for Buffalo... It's pretty solid. He traded for Diggs. Instead, dropped you on these wide receivers. He drafted Josh Allen, and he stuck with him. Yeah, but Josh Allen, no, you can't say he stuck with him. That's not what happened years ago. That's not for he this dra- year. This is the same guy who drafted him, though. Still. I'm Still not, we're not going to reward him for now picking a guy that was good years later. Yeah, I think so. That's not how it works. Everybody said he's not a quarterback. He's from Wyoming. He sucks. You're an idiot. He shouldn't, be a, he shouldn't even be drafted as a quarterback. And now here we are, and he's a... Uh, you know, third best quarterback. See, in the you league. know what? That actually, I I am not on his train like you are, especially after watching the San Fran game. That was San Fran. God. That was the second best game of his career. I still don't think it was that great. He, he was threw like little short seven no, yard no, passes no, no, the no. entire game. Not at all. That's all it was. And it was scrambling against pressure. They left him wide open. The receiver. I can make some of those passes. All right. So this is over. I'm playing you the highlights. I don't want. Those I, highlights. I may actually pause this. I don't, want, I don't want those highlights. I may at pull all. the car over. I don't want those highlights. We may stop at the rest stop real fast, and I may show you the highlights. But before I insulted him, I did want to say this. I actually would rather give it to Allen than Rodgers. For MVP? Yes. I would. If you're going to go that route with Rodgers, I would rather give it to Allen. Interesting. That's how much I don't think Rodgers I, mean, I guess like most improved, but that's not an award in the NFL. They don't have a most improved player. I thought they did. No, it's NBA. What? what? Yeah. Oh, no, they have comeback. Yeah, comeback's Alex Smith. Oh, yeah, okay. And then most improved, I would say Allen is. I got but they don't you. have that's that award, okay. but... We can, whenever we do our end of the year, our fun, zany, woo, we're we'll, cool party yeah. animals. We'll have our hey own Hey, guys, award. we're having our own award show. Whenever we do that one, we'll add it to it. Um, so this week, the Texans are playing the Chicago Bears. And we had a question from the one only at Steph Stradley. In 2005, the tape was mostly unusable. 2020 tape has some similar issues with the addition of COVID limitations, but different with good quarterback play. Who is not fixable and why? Who may be redeemable and why? Who are you not even sure about? Um, so for as far as this goes, like with the tape for this year, like the, the Texans are playing the Bears. It doesn't matter. You know, both these teams are out of the playoff race. Like you're really just watching for cute and good things for um, next season. And really, like there's like I don't know the most the thing I care most about though is Collie Warren. You know how many snaps he played last week, Taylor? How many? Six. Woo! You know how many times he was targeted? How many? Once. Yeah. Uh, Kenny Moore made a really good play on the ball and wasn't able to catch a touchdown. But he like played wide receiver the entire time. Uh, you know how 
all, you know how long I was in love with him? How long? The entire game. That's good. Like the best part about is the Conley love still Warren, there? No, it's never going away. Oh. But like the best part of him is that you just get these like sideline shots. You're like, oh my god, look at those biceps. Is that really what it is? Yeah, yeah. That's it, the best part about Colin Warren being active. It's not what he does on the field. It's the sideline shots. Oh my god, what <laughs> what is this? What are we even doing? Uh, I put together like a, a series of clips of every snap he played oh and put a little circle God. around him. And that was fine. I think I'm going to do that every week for the rest of the year. Is that is So are you going to do that with every center? Well, he's a tight end. Oh, I thought it was a center that no. we were talking about here. He's Collie's a tight end, dude. Why am I confused here? No, no. The center's the one what who fumbled. What show am I on? The center's the one who fumbled the snap. They, that's why they lost the game. There it is. Okay. But the Texans have lost games in every way imaginable, except for that way. That way wasn't even imaginable at all. Like, I could never even think. It was like, think of all the ways you can lose a football game. A center missing the snap of the two-yard line is not, on first down is not a way I could think. Second down is not a way I could think of losing a game. No, that's probably the worst way you could do it, unless it was like a safety and that's how you lost it. But that's probably the worst. Yeah, they did have a safety that game, too. Or fumbling into the end zone when you were about to score, and like, that's how you lost it. And we went to a Texans game where that happened. Yeah. Also. Hopefully, we can go next year. Um, but... Also, Kiki Cutie. You know what's dumb? Not only did the Texans play DeAndre Carter in front of him, but they signed Randall Cobb. Just play Cutie. He's so much better than Randall what Cobb. What did he even. do? No idea. Because at this point, wasn't he in Bill's doghouse? So yes. now they're just... Wh- whose doghouse is he in? He's, he's back out. He's free. But he's not free. Yeah, he played the entire game last week. Did but he do, well, it he, happened after Will Fuller got suspended. That's what I was going to say. And Randall Cobb got placed in IR, and Kenny Stills was released. But it was after Kenny Stills is yeah. when I remember him actually being able all to play. The, all three of those things had to occur from the play all the time, but he's out there now. That's not good. The other thing, too, is like there's there's like three defensive players I don't know anything I don't know anything more about. Lion Johnson Jr., I still don't know what he's good at. The only thing he's shown any ability to be good at is blitz as a safety uh, but it's been like a lot of straight line, like unblocked stuff. Where it's like, just run as fast as you can, try to tackle the quarterback. And he hit Cam Newton pretty hard, but like that's the only skill he's shown. But it's kind of an easy skill to have. I just want to see him like, do something well um, this year because he d- has never done anything well at all. Um, Charles Omene, who is supposed to be like a good interior rusher, he's kind of been that this year. I think a lot of him has been kind of empty. Uh, but just like seeing him defend the run better, I think would be very important. Just if he's going to become a three-down player, or if he's just a pure interior pass rusher, which isn't the worst thing in the world. Um, and then with 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 Jacob Martin, last year the Colts were starring Chaz Green at left tackle, who has a neck beard. Also, like everyone in the Colts has a neck beard. But with Chaz Green at left tackle, they wouldn't be merciless against them the entire game. Merciless had zero tackles, zero quarterback hits, zero sacks, provide zero pass rush. Jacob Martin has sack against some JJ Watt. Chaz Green was on Dallas at one point Maybe too. Maybe so. The Yaz Green. Y- yeah. Um, Chaz sounds like the birth control in Seinfeld. Is it called the Chaz? I thought Chaz was. A, I'm trying to think of where he was a villain. That's a name for a villain. That's in some type of movie. I'm trying to think of. Probably Chaz. a Nickelodeon show. It'll done. Probably Disney Channel original. Yeah. Um. But with him at left tackle, like he's very like he's their four string left tackle or their third string left tackle. And they kept winning merciless against him for the entirety of the game. Got zero pressure because of it. But every single time anybody else got a rep against him, they were able to beat him pretty easily. And so it's like with Jacob Martin, I don't know if he's a guy who can play every down. I don't know if he's a guy who is like part of like your top four pass rushers or not. Because all year he's been setting in short coverages. He's been rushing as an interior rusher. Um, he just hasn't had the exterior reps at all. And like he still doesn't have an answer whenever anybody gets their hands on him. But the Texans have no pass rushing talent. Like getting anything from him at all 
uh, for next year be very valuable, like how it was this year. And so just like with those three defensive players, like what do you what can you do well? Just providing and showing Ethan that you can do well uh, will be very valuable going into next season, regardless of how like empty you know the rest of the year is from here on out. Yeah, that was a very long spiel there. I'm gonna say I concur. I like okay. <laughs> All right. Uh the other Texans news here was that it came out uh Sports Illustrated had a big, big old story about Jack Easterby, who is the general manager of the Houston Texans and how he went from uh Joel Osteen to the Texans general manager. And so I want to read you a section and this is involving DeAndre Hopkins specifically. Okay. Whenever they trade DeAndre Hopkins, they said it was because can't, can't pay him because of the salary cap, mind you, okay? Mm-hmm. O'Brien, who assumed the GM title nine months before being fired, took the brunt of the backlash, backlash for Hopkins' unpopular trade, which has proved to be lopsided. While O'Brien negotiated the terms, the consensus was that the coach wanted to trade Hopkins as well. The same sources who recount Easterby's perceived coldness to Hopkins say it went further. They describe Easterby as the first and most persistent advocate for the team's training the receiver out of Houston. One of these people recalls hearing Easterby saying about Hopkins in front of a small group of people on multiple occasions in 2019, we need to move on from that person without using his name. Another recalls learning that the Texans discussed trading Hopkins as early as December 2019. What? So to chalk it all up, it had nothing to do with anything except personal? Yes, okay. personal and, and culture. Okay. Uh, it pretty much means that DeAndre Hopkins was too cool. That's and what I was going to say, because his hats were too fly for everybody that it made everyone uncomfortable in the locker room. Hey, you're going to have to st- take it back. <laughs> we can't afford those clothes here. You can't either. Yeah. So stop it. What else? What would he have done? Because Hopkins never seemed like that type of a problem no, guy. No, not at all. In fact, maybe his problem is you're too fancy. Is that a problem? Maybe he has a little dog in his purse. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. That would be, but that's not even a problem. Not at all. There's well, no problem. Uh, the other thing we got mentioned in the article too that Easterby, as he got more control in the organization, he he would print out little cards every day, like little motivational quotes, and put them in everybody's like locker every morning. And guys are like, "What is this? St-? Like, I'm a 34 year old man. Wait. And he's like, hey, we throw these away? Like, what is this? And uh, and I think his feelings are hurt that people are throwing away his little motivational cards. And that may have been part of his well too for DeAndre Hopkins. Dude, they did not have like secret pen friends like in the locker room. Was he everyone's secret pen pal? No, he would write like little cards like you and know, drop it in their lockers at I, school. I trust in you. You got it. I love it. you. You got so, it. You know? So Bill. Uh John three three nineteen, you know. Oh well, this is Jack Eastman, it's even Bill O'Brien. But they were all doing this together? I think Bill was like, Yeah, I'll handle the football. You do whatever crazy That's what stuff I mean. you want to do. It's like what and it had to be coinciding together here. Yeah. But I think like with O'Brien having to be the general manager and the head coach, he's yeah. like, I don't have time for this. You can just do it. And uh and like, you know <laughs> I I'm still It sounds so embarrassing. This sounds weird. It's and like I a, thought it's the like Wade a Phillips, CYO basketball team. I thought the Wade Phillips penalizing Dallas for playing dominoes in the locker room was weird. This may be weirder. Yeah, it's the weirdest thing I've ever read. Secret pen pals in the locker room. Not even secret, but trying to be everybody's pen pal. I, this, yeah, this There's no, nothing secret, secret about pen him. pal. Well, he wanted to be secret. Did he put his name? If he didn't put no, his name, it's it secret. No, like, it was like whenever you play high school football or whatever, and like the moms like write cards to put in everybody's locker for the week. He would do that sort of thing. Did moms do that? Yeah. 
No it's like, go, did, go get them this week. You no know? mom did that to me. I think it was the moms. They decorate the locker room and stuff. Nobody decorated my Jack, locker? That was Jack Easterby, though. Man, I was like an all-pro tight end in yeah, high school, Yeah, you're Kahali Waring. What? You're the Kahali Waring. Yeah, exactly. I You were drawing circles around me, and you were making videos watching my tape. Yeah. Man, where did the time go? I don't know. Just <laughs> drank it all away, I guess. <laughs> Um, so that's the Texans stuff for this week. And like the Bears have a really good defense. Oh, I want to play a game real fast. Oh God! All right, which quarterback is which? It's either Nick Foles or Mitch Trubisky. Okay, three point two touchdown rate, two point six interception rate, six net yards in attempt, or six percent touchdown rate, three percent interception rate, six point four net yards in attempt. My way. Which one's Mitch? Which one's Nick? Doesn't matter to me because I already know that the worst one is uh, Foles and the better one is Trubisky. Yeah. But it doesn't matter to me. And the reason why it doesn't matter is because it's about when the moment strikes. So if you want to play it this route where we're going to play Trubisky the first half of the football game and then we're going to yank him. That's a bad idea. That's a good idea. At this point, I don't think Chicago has anything to lose by trying a two-quarterback system to see. But that's what I would do. Foles is going to make the big play at – at the end of the game. It's what he's going to do because he feels nothing. Because mm-hmm. he's, he's a sanist. But before that, again, he feels nothing. So he's just going to do whatever. And you just better hope that it's the big play because otherwise it's not going to be a nice play. Yeah. And I just, I don't know. I would, I would definitely try that. And like what I always told you, Nick Foles should only come in in week 10. It's yeah. just too early. Yeah, I didn't it was like too early. it. I didn't like well, it. Well, imagine if on week week thirteen he had this three big this wins like he did. He went on a streak. And all of a sudden you're in the postseason. Mm-hmm. Jim Nagy just a little too soon. You're, you're too quick. He just couldn't keep in his pants for a little too a little too long. Winning longer. even with Trubisky. So just He know. wanted to from the very beginning. Yeah, I know. Well, do you think they're gonna fire him? Yeah, you would have to do something because this team has gotten worse. Yeah. The, only the thing defense that, is good. Well, yeah, so I was they're say, not the forcing turnovers again this year. It's true. They're like 27th in turnovers force. It's the only down thing about But, yeah, the defense is still great. Mm-hmm. That's it. And that's the only thing that yeah, – it's kind of weird. What, what would you rather have? No defense. We well, did this before. Did we? Yeah. I think Chicago always makes me think I of said it. That's qu- why. I said I want to do quarterback, no defense. Oh, no, no. I meant offense. I was going to say versus like having the high-powered offense, having zero defense. Yeah, I said high-powered offense, zero okay. defense. Yeah. Yeah, I think Because at least like you'd be like, well, if we just – Put some money in the defense, and we have a defense that's settled. Whereas, like, if you have no quarterback, it's an existential threat. And, like, knowing, like, you're going to die one day, and every single year you don't have a quarterback brings you closer and closer to the end. And there's no way to get around it, you know? Chicago always makes me, I'd rather have the defense all day. It's like, because even Seattle proves it's like somehow that good defense could always bring you into the playoffs, and then you just need your offense to do something, even though San Francisco. But you have to have an all time great defense. That's and, true. The, and the other thing also, it's like, with it, when you have the quarterback position, that's one part. That just is moving. You have to worry about with a defense. Have a great defense. That's eighteen different parts that all have to be working, and you don't. You can't have anybody get hurt. It all has to be going well. And you have eighteen different things working at once. There's a quarterback's like, yeah, it's one thing. If I have this one thing, and it can control every carry everything else, it's easy, you know. Well, it's true, and I mean to your point to kind of say that you could be right, not to say that you are right, but the 49ers, man, if all they had is a quarterback, they'd be just fine. But watching any of their quarterbacks play besides Beat Hard. Is awful. Yeah, Mullins is terrible. He cares a lot though. Why he is plays he really s- hard? Why is he still in the game? Watching he- him play, snap! I'm like, this is terrible. At this point, just put in somebody else. What did Beat Hard do? Put in Beat Hard. 
maybe it's like a it's a Bill O'Brien sort of thing. He's too cool. He's too much of a Chad for uh for the virgin Kyle Shanahan. Maybe. It just it really bums me out cuz I hate watching the 49ers at this point. Yeah. It's like they've swapped places with the New England Patriots for me. Now I hate watching the 49ers. That's a good point. Yeah. Well, Patriots from their defense. Yeah, they see. There you go. You know how many times they pressured Herbert last week? How many? 33 times. Poor Herbert. Isn't that depressing? By the way, I noticed that you weren't talking about him. Is it because he had a bad he, game? Well, he didn't show up for you. No, he was. It's again the offensive line just letting him play the position. Dude, he at stood all. you up on Friday night. No, I get all it. Good. I mean, he has like kids his age and he's to hang out with. Uh, so last week I went four and one. You went three and two. For the year, I am thirty-five, twenty-three and three. You're thirty-one, twenty-five and two. I have a slide advantage as we. This is the final turn. We got one more straightway left. We got four four weeks left this year. Yeah, I'm so depressed. And then, the, and then we hit puberty and we hit the playoffs. You know, we become men. I'm so excited. We steal our dad's vodka and and things like that. Uh, so this week we got Minnesota, Tampa Bay. The Bucks are six and a half point favorites. We got Kansas City, Miami. Miami is seven and a half point underdogs at home. We have Pittsburgh, Buffalo. Buffalo is a one point underdog. And we have Baltimore-Cleveland, and that's going to be a pick em. All right, so the first game we have here is Minnesota at Tampa. Again, the Bucks are six-and-a-half-point favorites. So I want to talk about this game because I, I find the Vikings very commendable. What? They went from 0-3 to 1-5 to now here they are at 6-6. Six and six. That's commendable. They're back in the playoff hunt. They played very well. Um, they've completely turned their team around. Like, it really is amazing what Mike Zimmer's done this defense to go from having, like, cornerbacks who can't stay on top of the routes and constantly getting beat downfield and coaching them up to be from like the worst in the league to being kind of crappy. And, uh, and then also like, it's so funny to see Gary Kubak's offense, how it's transformed with the idea of you know, it's better than having one really good receiver, two really good receivers, and we'll actually use our second really good receiver. And Justin Jefferson's been absolutely uh, amazing this year. Well, yeah, nobody can even say that they missed. And in fact, I would say that they're jumping him up as the best wide receiver in the draft. I don't know if there's anybody yeah. that they're saying is going to be better as far as this year-wise, even though I think CD is. But, I mean, he has done incredible, and it's taken the pressure off Thielen. So, once again, you're not even missing digs. This team has come alive, as you said. However, I still think they should have a better record, if not for their coach, making stupid-ass no, decisions. No, that's the right decision. That's not the right... We're not, going back. We're not going back to this. We're not doing this. Either way, with Minnesota, I agree, but I disagree because I'm still not confident in this team. No, I'm, I mean, like, it's. I just love what they did, and I'm very proud of them. You seem like that you're kind of like, oh, I like it. I think that they're going to be able to make a move here. Oh, I mean, not this week. This is a bad matchup for them. Oh, you think But this I is just, not like, good. I'm very proud of them. So, uh, J- Justin Jefferson, he has 1,039 yards on 61 catches, 17 yards of reception, seven touchdowns. Thielen has 57 catches for 721 yards, averages about four yards less to catch. He's at 12.6 yards reception, 12 touchdowns. So like, and they're both are. You know who reminds me of Adam Thielen, hmm. Justin Jefferson. Nice. They're really similar players. Very nice. Like, like their route running is like really similar. How they use all their hop, like their hop steps, like off the release of the line of scrimmage, and how great their hands are. They both wear yellow gloves too. They're like, like identical. So you're saying that the guys are on the same team are just the exact same yeah. player. <laughs> it's like what if we just had Alan Thielen again? And that's what Justin Jefferson reminds me of. Uh I don't 
know if I'd go like that. I mean, I think it's really impressive what Justin Jefferson is doing because isn't he have more yards than Randy Moss or as many? I don't know. Oh, I no, saw no, no. Jonathan Vilma the... said that, but he's like he gets different at different ways. Well, I think what the real stat is, I think it's the first thousand yard yeah. receiver for Minnesota besides Randy in his rookie year. Yeah, in his rookie year, they're not they don't play anything alike at all. Yeah, exactly. No, no, no. I was just saying. I think yeah. that's what the stat was. But as far as the way he plays, I don't know if I would compare it to Thielen. I don't know who I would compare him to. He's a lot like Thielen, I'm telling you. Next time you watch a Vikings game, be I like, will, because Thielen does like that lengthy thing. Where yeah, it he looks like yeah, that Tony Parker I know what you're saying. I just didn't realize that Jefferson kind of does the same. Yeah, I thought just more of him was the deep time. ball guy. No, nah, he doesn't really. He doesn't run like vertical routes like that. It's a lot of deep posts. See, but you I'm know? not watching Minnesota, so that's the thing. I'm not well, watching. next time. Next time you find yourself actually watching Minnesota. Why would I be watching this team? Kirk Cousins is going to be fired after this year. Well, that's why it's a yes bad Yes or no, by the way. I don't know. Oh. Like, I saw like Gary's, like, he's so much like Matt Schaub. Yeah, and, and this like, is Gary's guy type the, of way. Yeah, like, he, I don't know. I think Gary's Gary not going to want a better guy. Oh, well, I mean, like, he dragged Pay Manning's corpse, but that was because of the way Phillips and Von Miller. Uh, but I, I don't know. I kind of want to see one more year of it. Yeah, I I don't know what you'd pay him though. Well, I well I think he's due like thirty seven million next year. Oh, no matter what, he's still signed. Yeah, he has one That's more still year. Still not bad, thirty seven. It's something like that. Um, but I think this is just a terrible matchup for Minnesota. The Bucks have an incredible run defense. They blitz a lot, and Kirk Cousins is bad against pressure. Like Kirk Cousins is gonna be under center trying to take a five step drop against like a six man blitz, and the Vikings. Offensive line isn't that good from a pass protection standpoint to begin with. And so I just think it's an awful matchup for Minnesota in every single way. Maybe, but we're complimenting Justin Jefferson here and Adam Thielen as being the same. But it's just can and, you pass protect long enough? But that's true. Cause Tam- but Tampa's secondary is so awful. It's okay. It's terrible. That, At the well, beginning of the season, it's looked good to be able to shadow it. But now, these past few weeks... They have been torch torched. They it's look okay. off. What do you mean it's just okay? I mean, they allowed, you know, they got beat in the You're first quarter against, against Kansas two, City. Uh, wide receivers here. Jefferson's going to have a field. It day. just depends if they can pass block long enough. And Mahomes has, Mahomes has the mobility that Cousins doesn't have to make those throws, you know? Cousins is a track star. <laughs> what are you talking about? He was Mr. Uh, Mr. Michigan, you know? Yeah, they called him he Mr. Was, Flexible back in the day. He's called him Gumby. It'd be funny to take that uh, picture of Nick Chubb like warming up for his track race where he's like six feet in the air and then just put Kirk Cousins' face on his body and be like, yeah, he was a track star also. <laughs> That's our guy right there. Yeah, I like his little Fox cartoon guy because he looks so Italian also. There's a Fox cartoon guy? Yeah, you know, like whenever they score touchdowns uh-huh. for the Fox cast, they show a cartoon version of him. And Kirk, what? Yeah, you haven't seen this before? No, I've seen all the... I've never even seen a Dallas It doesn't one. move, but it's like a hand-drawn sketch. It's a cartoon. I'm going to really... Okay. I'm Kirk Cousins this. is really Italian. <laughs> like, his skin's like gray. It's weird. He looks like he's from a Batman the animated series, you know? So, I don't know. I think it's a bad matchup for Minnesota, but I'm proud of them. And the other thing about this game, too, like, Tampa Bay still has really good wide receivers. They can still win downfield vertically. And I think Tom should have a good game, like, hitting his guys, you know, 30 yards down the field or so, you know? No, I, I completely agree. And when it comes down to the Tampa Bay offense, this should be the game where they kind of turn it around here. They start going back to them winning games, except they still have... It's a problem. They have a joker. Yeah. They have a joker on the team. And when you have somebody that's not supposed to be there, things can happen. And it's like an old joker, too. It is. He's not like a 23-year-old no. joker. 
where you can at least expect something to shine there. But you know what? No matter how he's played, no matter what's going on, they don't look good ever since signing that man. Yeah, he rears me out. He's throwing that out there. Uh, He's very soulless. There is. Now the team is soulless. And now Now they're having problems. The coach starts turning on the quarterback. The quarterback's turning on the coach. Internal issues start beginning. Yeah. Oh, because the Joker was there. They've had stuff in press conferences this year. Like, yeah, we're still working our way through things, you know. We when had a did deck that of, start happening? We had a deck of 52 cards, and you know what he said? Let's have 53. Oh, that's a good, I like that one. We had a roster of 52 players. Not anymore. Let's make it 52 still, but a different <laughs> but way. Let's just do this <laughs> instead of that. Let's get rid of that ace of clubs and put this one. They'll never know. Yeah. Yeah, but they know. Four of a kind, here we come. Um. So the other thing I want to say about Minnesota, too, is I love their two Eric's. So Eric Wilson, Eric Hendricks, they're awesome. They're linebackers. Love those guys. Oh, yeah? Why don't I you marry them? him? I can't. <laughs> you sounded a little distraught on I that. I can't. I can't marry them. All right, so who's your pick for this week? The Bucks are six and a half point favorites. That's the problem with me is that. I mean, I really do want to say Tampa's going to win this game, but that's a problem. I'm actually yeah. going to pick Minnesota. Oh, okay. I'm going to go Minnesota, and since I'm already picking them, I might as well pick them for the win, by the way. All right. Because of the Joker. So Minnesota, 32, Tampa, 28. Wow, you know what I got? What do you got? Minnesota. What? No! I'm joking around. I'm Tampa. What do you have in that? Uh, let's go... Six and a half. Let's go 30-23. All right. Six and a half is a lot. I just they, That's a lot. It's just a bad matchup for Minnesota. Maybe, but I still... Dude, Kirk Cousins, this is the game. He is going to destroy a secondary. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You know, it's a grotesque thing that popped in my head that I can't say. Oh, it's a family podcast. Uh, so next Sad. game, Casey, Miami. The Dolphins are seven half point favorites at home or underdogs at home. Uh, I wonder, like, I know Brian Flores is like, you know, we put our guys in the right spot. We change our game plan up to who we're playing. You know, we're real multidimensional sort of defense. They still are the highest blitzing team in the NFL this year. And so I'm wondering how much they're going to change their defense when they play Kansas City. Because you can't blitz Kansas City like that. You have to get pressure to your front four in order to have success at all with them. It's like, do you trust Emmanuel Ogba and Shaq Lawson and Calvin Noy and Christian Wilkins or Wilkinson, one of the two? It's Wilkinson. He's huge. I think it's Wilkinson. He weighs like 380 pounds. Yeah. And you get pressure with those four guys, or are they going to try to blitz, you know, the pants off Mahomes and nobody's been able to really have much success blitzing him like that, you know? So for me... Screw the Dolphins. I looked like a jackass last week because of Fitz. All right, what is this? A two is now playing? You know what? I'm done. I'm done with the Dolphins. I hope Kansas City comes out and destroys them. So if I am, though, the Dolphins' defense, to answer your question, I feel like I I do blitz packages here and there, but I'm not going to go all out every single play because I would trust my secondary because your secondary has been pretty solid overall. Yeah, it's been really good. Yeah. I mean, they have four good cornerbacks. The only issue, obviously, is Tyreek and Kelsey. Yeah, just well, stop them. And I think just you would, pick one to I stop. I think you double both of them. Yeah, I would actually take that gamble and then man to man everybody else. Yeah, and then pray. Well, I would like double Kelsey. I think I would double. I don't you know. It's hard Tyreke. because it's like do you want to play Nick Needham on you know Miko Hardman. Like Needham can't yeah. keep up with them. I would do that. Yeah, I, I would guess, do that. I, I would guess. Would you rather gamble on that, though, than anything else? Watkins is playing again, right? Yeah. Sammy's kind of the wild card for him, though. Sammy looks good. Because that's the idea. It's like once you shut down Hill and Kelsey, Sammy gets man coverage on the other side and does whatever he wants. 
like he did in the Super Bowl last year. That's true. No, and he usually has some of those big games. But you know what? I just I'm gonna gamble that way. Because Tyreek and Kelsey, it seems Mahomes has been leaning on them more and more this year, while the other wide receivers just haven't looked up to par for me. Yeah. I mean, they've looked so-so, and I think that's why they haven't been putting up the crazy points. Mm-hmm. But I don't blame Mahomes. In fact, I just feel like you only can trust Tyreek and Kelsey to be able to make the play. Well, part of it, too, it's like, why do they They don't need to do too much. They don't. You I know think, what I mean? Just like, because like whenever you're playing Denver, Denver sucks. Yeah, but they didn't look that good against them. Yeah, they suck, though. And the weird part about it, do you think it's because of another joker? No. You don't? Because I also don't like that they work him in so much. He plays more than he should. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. I just don't like seeing whenever they're like, oh, look, he made the 12-yard run. Why is he in the game? Yeah. He shouldn't be. He shouldn't be. You need to put Clyde in there again, man. Yeah. Sign with Sean McCoy again. (laughs) Yeah. That's ridiculous to be able to just I'm sure they have a Williams on their roster they can play instead of Le'Veon. Exactly. And, like, you know, Le'Veon's a, you know, he made the right decision in a way for, like, player empowerment to sit out that year, but it completely ruined his career. In ways, yes. Because I just don't think that he would ever been the same, though. Because he still got his contract. Yeah, he got it. I mean, he was going to get it eventually anyways. Are you saying, like, as far as skill-wise? Yeah, I think he lost his body in that year. Do you think he cares? I don't know. I don't know what he cares about. Because I'll put it this way. Zeke doesn't give a damn. Yeah. So we've come to realize Zeke just doesn't care. Yeah. It's that easy. Oh, he drops balls. He does this. No, no, no. He just doesn't care about the game. Like yeah. He, he just, it's not everything. It's a job for him. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. It's not fun. Yeah, it makes sense. I, I, don't know, I don't know what Le'Veon wants, but I do think like it's a football's not a game where you can be like, yeah, I'm just going to stop playing I and then try. Like, it's a Gronk 11 weeks to like be able to run with shoulder pads on again. It's true, and it also worked uh, Tom Brady in the game to be able to finally get him to just catch touchdown passes. Yeah, like so it's, yeah. it's not something you can just take off for that long and, and show up and be like, yeah, I can do this all over again. I agree. And also, when you have a running back who's been hit 2,000 times, and you, I don't know, maybe your body gets a little crusty, but I'm not a kinesiologist at oh, all. Kinesiologist? Kinesiologist. So who's going to play quarterback this week? For who? For Miami. Who cares? They're going to play. <laughs> s- oh, I'm so pissed. Yeah. They're going to play Tua because they're just so excited because he almost got 300 yards last week because everybody thinks that's such a big deal. Yeah. It's not a big deal. I'm so. Oh. You know what? This is going to be the test, though. This is fine because whenever they're going to have to play catch up, they're going to soon realize, oh, Tua can't do that. Yeah. It's that he's easy. Not, he's not a downfield thrower yeah. right now. It's not going to work. He's a game manager. You know, but exactly fits, right. fit, like uh, unless the thing too, it's like they don't have a good run offense. Like Gaskin's good, Gaskin, but they don't. I was gonna say Gaskin's though is but better they have, than what they but like have. as far as the numbers go, like performance wise, like a bottom five run offense. We also had a fumble last week too. Yeah, and so now you're playing against Kansas City is a bad run defense. It's how you beat Kansas City, and uh, they're gonna fall behind. They're not gonna be able to run with them. They're gonna have to score to keep up. And two is not gonna be able to do that. Uh, yeah, and that's where I'm at. If Fitz plays, I think that we got ourselves a fun game here. We're talking we forty eight. We're talking forty two final score. If Tua plays, this is gonna be thirty to forty two. And even if he I plays think in the second t- half, it'll just be catch up. I though. think if Tua plays, it's gonna be like twenty eight fourteen or something. Oh, you just think something like that? 20 yeah. See, this game doesn't even have me excited, and it's supposed to. I'm not excited about I I really have no I don't have fun watching the Chiefs until the postseason. Well, After their game against Tampa, it's like, yeah, they're set. Yeah, you guys only care whenever you want to care. I want you want me to look at what the rest of their schedule is this year. I would imagine 
Vegas? No, Vegas is not on they there. They already played them twice. Yeah, Vegas always gives them trouble. The only team to beat them this year. All right, so they play the, oh, they play the Saints next week. Then they play the Falcons and then the Chargers. Chargers. So I guess I'll watch them play one more time this year. Oh, man, that could turn into a shootout between Herbert and him, even though they'll probably sit him if they have the bye. <sighs> that's week 17. Do you get, oh, that is? Yeah. You going to do that? No. Huh? I think they'll play Herbert. God. No, I'm talking about Mahomes. Oh, yeah, they'll probably sit him. Yeah, unless, see, I'd I mean, rather a shootout unless, between Mahomes and Herbert. Unless Pittsburgh's 14-1, and one, they're 14-1. and one, And they're playing for the number one seed. Pittsburgh's so bad. Mm, they're weird. Uh, so who do you have this week in this game? So you, want go, you want me to go first? You yeah, go first? yeah, you know what? You go first. I got KC. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah but this one's kind of easy. because It's Tua, seven and a half points. If Tua plays, it's seven and a half. So I'm going Kansas City. If Fitz plays, I have the right to switch. You have to text me Sunday morning. Okay, deal. Otherwise, I'm not changing it. If Fitz plays, then, yeah, he's going to get I'm not going to be like, oh, it's got to go open my oh, notebook and, okay. and change my pick for Taylor? Mm-hmm. No, I'm not doing that. Okay. All right, next game here, Pittsburgh, Buffalo. The Bills are at home. They're Sunday night football. They're one-point underdogs at home after being San Francisco. Uh, that was the second-best game of Josh Allen's career that last week, and he was absolutely spectacular. And uh, you, know what, you know what's important? What? You know what's good to have? What? And they're more wide receiver. Uh, it's true. Well, you know what's funny, though? It's like the Diggs and Minnesota, the Minnesota train Buffalo trade helped both teams out. You know, Diggs is like playing with Kirk. Um, they were able to get another really good receiver with that first round pick that they get to pay like a less, uh, like a smaller contract. A lot less. And, they have to, and like they're already a team that's really up against the cap, anyways. And they had to lose their entire defense because of it. It worked out for both teams. The Arizona Houston trade, nobody's happy. Why? DeAndre misses Deshaun Watson. No. He misses him all the time. No. Then why is he on Twitter going, Deshaun, number f- top five quarterback? No. Will's the wide receiver listen. number one. He misses him all the time. Listen, sometimes he you, misses him. You just think about him. that one that got away. That's what this comes down to. But this was something. If he was happy, he would not be thinking about the one that got away. Well, it's because it's he the, misses him. Oh, my God. Kyler, it's like you're going now to a new team where then it's the second-year guy that's then telling you what to do and telling you where you should be. He misses him. And you don't want to listen to that. You'd rather listen to Deshaun because you've been with Deshaun. All right, I'm going to draw you uh, DeAndre Hopkins' route tree. Are you ready for this? I'm ready for it. Is his route tree just a straight line? I'm going to draw on a big piece of paper. Is that what you're going to do? Okay. It's got to be just a straight arrow. There's no, it's not that. They only let him do that once last week, and he drew a defensive pass interference penalty on Jalen Ramsey. This is his route tree. It's five yards. He goes up for five yards, and he runs out, runs the sideline real fast, and he catches that over and over again. And their offense is that. Kyler Murray somehow find like there's somebody wide open downfield, or he scrambles, and defenses have really been, done a good job um, not letting him scramble at all anymore since that New England game. Once they saw how to be able to contain him, I agree. New England's such a bunch of a-holes by always doing that. I like just how, it's just like they'll like, don't chase him. Stay in front of him and put your hands up and then wait until everybody else gets there. And then all the other teams just sit around going, genius. All right, guys, we got a new <laughs> strategy. It's the worst thing to watch. Yeah. But I will say I'm hoping that he's able to turn the game around, except I'm not going to buy into DeAndre missing he misses him. He misses him. He misses him a lot. He misses him. I'm not going to go that far. The problem is he's tweeting about him. 
Yeah. But he's tweeting about him. That's the it's big It's like, DeAndre, sign. you're playing a game right now. Yeah, DeAndre, hey, you're still he in a hunt like, here. He also, like, his body language, like, Kyler went hopped in his throat. He's like, <sighs> how much more time do I have of this? Ex- he's not happy. Ex- well, it's not that he's not happy, but he misses him. Yeah, but doesn't he just have the contract extension? Yeah, he's going to be there for two more years. That's what I'm saying. He shouldn't have signed it. He shouldn't have signed it. I agree, and that's what it comes down to. Where you know he's coming back to Houston next year? Who? Jadavion. No, oh my God. He's saving himself for next he's year He's saving himself, because where's my Jadavion watch? What he, happened to it? His knees hurt. He's on the IR. Okay. But he's saving himself for next year. That's good. <laughs> yeah. You're the worst. Uh, So this game here, I kind of like watching the Steelers, mainly because their offense is so funny. They can't run the ball. It doesn't even make sense, And so Matt. Ben throws the ball 55 times, one yard from the line of scrimmage. He's a point guard. It's like, who do I just want to toss the ball up to or just throw a little slant pass yeah, to? Yeah, who do I want to throw That's the ball it. one yard in front of me to? Eric Ebron, here you go. And he jumps over everybody. Yeah, because he's bigger. He's a, he's a stallion. I like Ebron. It's almost like if other teams had him, they would be better. Yeah. He didn't work out with But the Colts, he had one really good year at the Colts. And then before that, with Detroit, and, and no, but like Detroit drafted Brandon Pettigrew, then him, both none of them worked out there, and they got Hawkinson. Hawkinson's been has been pretty good there. That's true. I like they, Hawkinson, they already have a connection. But yeah, I mean, I don't, man, I don't know. Uh, they crack me up though. But I mean, I like watching it. It's just hilarious. Like I've never seen an offense like this. It's fun. I've never. <laughs> he's Chris Paul. It's fun. Who's a really old NBA point guard? So it would be, yeah, Chris Paul, the other one, if he still plays. Maybe like Andre Conley. Miller. Conley doesn't play, does he? Yeah, he plays at Utah. Okay, there we go. Maybe Andre Miller, back when he was still playing. If he's still playing, yes. Who else would be old? He's like, I don't, yeah, he's just a really old point guard. Jamal Crawford, we'll count it. Yeah, he doesn't play point guard, though. Derrick Rose. He doesn't really play point guard anymore. Well, yeah, he does. No, nah, he plays more shooting guard okay, now. Okay, I don't want to know what a point guard is these days. I don't know anymore. LeBron's a point guard. I try listening to Zach Lowe podcast about James Harden. Like, I can't do this. This sucks. I don't care. He's a coward. Um, but yeah, but Pittsburgh can't run the ball at all. So it's just them throwing the ball fifty five times a game. And I love Mike Hilton. Mike Hilton was finally back last week and just absolutely murdered uh, Washington throughout that one. So like with Josh, with Josh Allen, this Bills team, the Four Niners had a top ten DVOA. Uh, on defense this year, which I don't fully trust, you know, all the time from that from that perspective of it. But they did not stop Buffalo. They did not force Buffalo to punt until there's five minutes left in the fourth quarter of that game. Really? Yeah, it was just a complete ass kicking by Buffalo. They but had they like had a fourth and one stop. They tried to throw that touchdown pass to their third string tight end who weighs like 285 pounds. And uh, they had that. And then Zach Moss had oh, the fumble. Oh, but it was the fumble. That's what it is. They yeah. did not force him to punt until there was five minutes left in the fourth quarter. Yeah, was, okay, so that's exactly what it was. But I'm still not that impressed when it comes to what Allen was last week. As much as, I mean, he was fine. The but second it, best game of his career. He threw like seven-yard passes to wide-open wide receivers. There was really no He much. had jigs whenever he needed to. I'll, put, I'll show you the highlights. You know what? I, I only saw like one or two highlights where I was like, yeah, that was an okay no, he throw. Was, he was spectacular. I don't think he was spectacular. I'm not going that far because, in fact, I would just say that San Francisco is just not that I'm good. Still, I'm still wearing the same underwear 
from well, that day when I watched that game. How are you still wearing that? Is that what smells? I'm using that to remember. That, okay, <laughs> yeah. that's what smells. Okay. It's like the episode of Doug where he holds Pam May's hand. He's like, I'm never going to wash his hand again. I was like, I'm never changing these underwear again. By the way, who did wash their hand? After holding a girl's hand for the first time in like when you're 12, 13, who well, washes I their mean, hand I, after? I didn't hold a girl's hand until I was 27, so. Who was it? I'm not telling you. <laughs> Why not? It was your mom. Tell me your friend. Oh, it took you until 27? Yeah. Nice. And she was like, Matt, you just have to get over it already. Here. I was like, I'm scared. Is that what it was? And then she held my hands like, thank you so much. I'm sending her this podcast. That's fine. Okay. I'm not saying I did anything else there. I just held her hand. I'm telling my dad. You better not tell your dad. I'm telling my dad. That was a sacred moment between nope. us. Um, but yeah, I think Buffalo, though, is a team. Offensive line, run game. Like, Singletary looks good, finally. It, it took good. 14 weeks. Well, it took Zach Moss to put pressure on him. But yeah, I mean, like it still took 14 weeks for him to uh, be good. And then the defense is starting to catch up too. Like I really love AJ AJ Klein blitzes. Matt Malone has played better. Their defensive line's been a lot better against the run, actually making tackles in the backfield. That number 92 has been really good for him. Um, I think it's Darius Phillips. I don't know. And then Tredavis White's actually making like really big plays. And same thing with uh, Poyer and Hyde. So I don't know. I think the rest of their team is starting to catch up to. You know, Josh Allen, it's not just Josh Allen, a bunch of nobodies. Like it, like last year was everybody and then Josh Allen's this like weird little hand they had. This year, Josh Allen and no, a bunch of nobodies. And now they're starting to catch up. And this is going to become like a really good team. And the other thing about Buffalo, it's scary. Quarterbacks can't play in Buffalo. It's all windy. Their arms too weak. January too. Can't throw in. You can't like, you think Lamar Jackson playing Buffalo in January? The wind howling? He'd probably be able to because he doesn't he throw the ball. Four yards. Yeah, he doesn't throw the ball at all. He would just run. Right. Uh, Philip Rivers in Buffalo. Jamie. That'd be awful. Awful. He wouldn't you be know, able to do you it. You know who can throw the ball in the wind? Josh Allen. Patrick Mahomes. That's why they drafted Patrick Mahomes, too. Patrick Mahomes could throw it. But that's why they drafted Allen. I think partly Herbert Buffalo, too. Herbert could throw too. it in the wind. Herbert, oh. Herbert could throw it on the moon. It'd be like, he's still throwing. I'm there could be less gravity and the ball wouldn't flow. It'd be like, whoop. Pretty sure once Herbert throws the ball, the wind moves out of its way because it like, doesn't want to get hit. Yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. Just make Chuck Norris jokes about. There just, it is. I mean, take me back to the good old days. You know what? We need to make these jokes. This won't. Yeah. I wanted to post the evil monkey from Family Guy and try to be like, man, I really miss the good times. <laughs> 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 uh, but yeah, so I don't know. I think I think Buffalo's being very scary because they're gonna be like eleven and five maybe. And that's kind of what it comes down to for me. Who do you think is the better team out of these two? These two teams? Mm-hmm. Uh, why? Like, who do you think is going to have the better shot? Not to who's going to win, but who's going to have the better shot in the playoffs. I think Buffalo will. Me too. Because I just he, think Steelers are a bunch of phonies. You talk about Cleveland. Gr- they have a great defense, though. I, kind of. It's great. I don't know if I'm going great. Dude, Dallas should have beat them. Yeah, but they still only scored 17 points. They, it's Dallas. It, and I, what do you mean, Dallas? They, they had some averaging? weird things We're like averaging happen. 17 points. That was probably a I high mean, for us. Can, but they had their offensive line a little healthy then. I... I'm not buying into it. It's any it. given Sunday too. You know? No, stop saying, I'm saying any given over Sunday. the over the course. I love my new favorite thing to say. <laughs> got Al Pacino over here. Over the course of uh, 12 weeks, you know, you're gonna have some bad games here and there. Maybe. I'm not buying it. I don't think that was a bad game against Washington. I think Washington just beat them last week. Mm, I think it was kind of. I didn't gross think that was like a bad. Area. They just look like Pittsburgh. They just got beat. Yeah, it's also like their fourth down calls. Their running plays. Just they can't looks, run the ball. Why they can just only do a run QB sneak? Big Ben is he, so big. No, he refuses to. He doesn't sneak it. That's true. He saves that for the postseason. Their run game is power with Matt Filer pulling, and it's draws. They're a great draw team. 
When it wor- it doesn't work. Yeah, they have a good draw team. It doesn't work. It doesn't no. work a lot. I was gonna say Some, it works <laughs> no. sometimes, but it's better than if they try for anything else. I mean, they could not move the line of scrimmage against Washington at all. It was sad. They averaged one point four yards a carry against Washington. Ugh. It's because they need some Connor action. And they just don't have the interior blocking at all. No, man, Connor's just out. COVID. Uh, Once Connor comes back, we're good. It's gonna be the same thing. Yeah, I think so too. Spoiler alert, it's gonna be the same thing. It's been bad. It's been bad all year. Why'd you spoil it? So, do you want me to get my pick for this, or do you want to make your pick first? No, I'm going to make my pick first on all right, this all one. Right. Who do you got? What's the point spread? Baltimore's at home. I mean, Buffalo's at home. One point underdogs at home. So, it's just pretty much a pick them. All right. I'm going to go Buffalo. I just think Pittsburgh's look so bad. So, I have to go Buffalo 28, and I'll go Pittsburgh 25. All right, I got Buffalo, too. I think it's going to be like 23-20. It's gonna be something. I don't think it's gonna hit the third. I, I think Buffalo, as great as Buffalo is, as much as Josh Allen's, you know, a top three quarterback this year, <laughs> uh, they twenty eight points is a lot of points in Pittsburgh. It's true, or Pittsburgh is how I like to call them. <laughs> that we like to yeah, call because their run game. Man, is you're pissed. so edgy, dude. Yeah, I got him. Where dude. did you get that? This is my like grotesque brain. This real edgy brain. Yeah. Oh, hide your kids. Yeah, hide your kids. Oh, he's, here he's, comes sh- the rated M. Yeah. No, that's right. NC seventeen. No, we not. No. <laughs> Have you ever seen? Okay. Have you ever seen a rated NC seventeen movie podcast without porn? You know, you know, rated NC seventeen podcast is. What would that be? We record this, but my penis is out the entire time. Okay, that <laughs> that's not an NC seventeen podcast. Yeah, that's but it's not. Yeah, that's it. Doesn't matter. That's what makes it that's, a joke. That wouldn't because it would just be me. I, would, I no, know that's why it's this a joke. is terrible. That's why it's a joke. I don't want this podcast anymore. That's why it's a joke. No. That's what I'm gonna say next week. I'm know, not making any podcast. World, I'm leaving you in the dogs. We're doing this NC17 edition. You're in the dogs who make it. Uh, so the last game we have here: Baltimore, Cleveland. This is actually a, a straight pick'em. It's because Ooh. Baltimore's that bad, by the way. Uh, Cleveland's at home too. Have you noticed? Like, do you like Cleveland's like graffiti all over their walls? Like, watch out, beware. We're at the dog pound. Do they you know really, about? Does it really have graffiti everywhere? Yeah. If they have graffiti everywhere, then they're going to lose. No, what it's like, this? welcome to the town. Ooh, arf, arf, you know? If it says arf, arf, <laughs> and if it says arf, arf somewhere, It doesn't amazing. say that, but it's like, you know, okay, you it says know. bark, bark. Yeah, you know, like the, the walls around the field <laughs> for that protects the stands or whatever. Like, you know, Jacksonville's cat eyes. Cincinnati has a jungle theme. Cleveland's is just trash. <laughs> <laughs> just plastic bags and stuff. That'd That's how a, they decorate it. <laughs> it's just, or no, it would actually be really cool if it was. What's his name? The trash guy in Sesame Street coming out. Oh, Grover, not Grover, Oscar. Oscar the Grab. There we go. Yeah. And he would just come out of chat, and there was his eyes. That was at the end of the. That'd end be fun too. That'd be awesome. But it's like, beware! Welcome to the town. Yeah. You come to the wrong place. We're in Cleveland. You don't like Cleveland. I like Cleveland. Oh, there's a football team. Yeah, no. that's what I was gonna say. I like Miles Garrett. I like Larry Ogunjobi. I like Sheldon Richardson. You know, he's been good this year. You only like Miles Garrett because he went after what's his face. Oh, yeah. I just he's also like probably he's like Aaron Donald on the exterior though. Uh, you know, he's been good this year. Who? Talkie Talkie. We found him in the summertime. Like their linebacker Sting. They got Talkie Talkie. Dude, Talkie Talkie's actually pretty good. You were making fun of him because you said they didn't have any linebackers. And he's been good. And their yeah. linebackers have been okay. B.J. Goodson's pretty good too. 
Uh, I'm surprised by how pretty good their linebackers have been. Dude, I like their offensive hater. line. I like their running backs. I don't like Jarvis Landry all that much. I like Harrison Bryant. I like Jarvis Landry. I think he's just he's not as good as he's made out to be. I think he's a fine person. I don't think everybody should know who he is, but we all know who he is. The first year he was with Baker, he was really good. I guess so. And with uh, Miami, he was fine too. Yeah, he's caught a bunch of seven-yard passes. Yeah, you know what? That's all uh, your boy toy in Buffalo knows how to throw, so he would That's just do true, fine though. with Allen. How's that That's feel? That's not true. You know, he was with Herbert, though. He get 30-yard catches. That's not true at all. I don't know why you're trying to be uh, rude, but... So, Baltimore, they're... Seven and five. Their remaining schedule, are you ready for it? I'm ready. At Cleveland, Jacksonville, the Giants, at Cincinnati. You know what's going to happen? Are you ready for it? They're going to win these next four games. They're going to be 11 and five. And then here's going to be the big narrative Baltimore's on a hot streak. They really have figured this thing out. <sighs> are they going to make a run of the Super Bowl? No. They're going to lose the first on the playoffs. But they're going to beat these bad teams. They're going to look good again. And uh, and they're going to lose in the first round because that's what they do. I say they lose one of these. To who? The Giants? I think the Giants are probably going to... You know what? I'm going to go on even a farther limb here because I'm not far enough. They're going to go 2-2 two and two in these last four games. You're crazy. He's going to lose to Cleveland. You're crazy for this And one. they're going to lose to the Giants. All right. That's what I'm doing on this. You know why? Because I have guts. And I'm willing to put it on the line because I think Baltimore is garbage. At this point, they are so horrible. Joe Buck jinxed Justin Tucker forever, so that's now gone with kicking. Yeah. He really said on the broadcast, 40 yards? Well, this is in. Don't even need to watch this. We should just go to commercial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Troy, you want to cut to commercial and yeah. make a little bit more money tonight? Um, and then he misses. Yeah. yeah. Buck, come on, dude. You're Just go F yourself already. I don't like him at all. Well, it's, he does things like he that. He was like, my hair plugs made me almost want to kill myself. If I had Joe Buck's voice, then I would be on that's, radio, well, too. Well, that's, that's the white man's struggle in America. You get hair plugs and you want to kill yourself. Is that what happened? That's the white man's plight. That's not the white man's plight. Well, that's Joe, Joe Buck's plight. Yeah, probably. I hate him so much because of him and Tim McCarver in that 2011 World Series. Because Joe Buck's dad was the radio guy of the St. Louis Cardinals. Tim McCarver played baseball for the St. Louis Cardinals. Now we have St. Louis Cardinals, Texas Rangers, in the World Series. Everything's like, wow, Rob Washington sure is an idiot. Wow, the Texas Rangers really suck. Wow, I can't believe they did that. I'm like, I'm going to... I don't want to get into it anymore. I'm about to go on a time raid. Man, 2011, huh? Yeah. It was a good year. One of the best years of my life. There it is. 2010, great. Well, it was very sad, but they, at least the Rangers won the World Series. Yeah, that was not a good year. 11 was, was one of the best years of my life. 2010, uh, you know, I was working on the streets uh, at, no, we, no, at Office Depot. That's where I was at. No, not at all. Uh, 2010? Your brains are completely... Your brains are just... Like Little Caesar's Pizza now. Oh, wait. No, that didn't happen until after. That was like 2013. Yeah. <laughs> that was last year. Yeah, it was last you year. You picked me up. <laughs> yeah. But I hate the same, I hate Joe Buck because of that, though. Um, but Cleveland's, they're still phonies. I don't really care about the Times game. I don't care. A lot of weird things happen. They, again, like Stefanowski's a great offensive coordinator. If Kirk Cousins was their quarterback, I may feel a little bit differently about him, but. Uh, I don't like Baker at all. I think Baker is, I don't know. What did Baker do He's to you? He's afraid of everything. Show me on the doll where he touched you. He, does, he doesn't touch me. That's the problem. Oh, <laughs> there it is. But Baker, like again, like he doesn't know how to stay in the pocket. He's afraid of pressure. All he does is roll left, roll right. 
He makes dumb decisions. You see him all the time on the television. He loves to curse. I hate listening to him curse. I'm trying to watch the game with my kids, and he's cursed on the TV again. Oh, uh-huh. Uh, he's also really tiny, too. And I also hate pro football focus. He's really like, tiny. <laughs> That's what you said for an argument. Yeah, yeah. He's really tiny. So you also criticized Kyler to, to earlier. But do you have, like, a, a height thing? I always a heightism? I like Russell, though. Because he makes the most. Out. I like Drew, too, because Drew throws on his tippy toes. So you he probably only like scrimmage. Russell because he's with Sierra. No, they're disgusting. What do you mean they're disgusting? Oh, my. I told you about this. Man, I love the Russell way they had, look. Russell had this tweet, and he was like, he was like, at Sierra's like, I wish we knew each other when we were sooner. Yeah. When we were in high school, think of all the babies we could have made together. She so would have been the teacher, by the way. You're disgusting. She would have been the teacher in their relationship yeah, if that were to so. happen if they met in high school. That would have been so hot. And they just take TikToks over there just horny the entire time. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's like, I don't know why Russell Wilson horny TikToks, but I have to see it because you go on the internet so I can post my Kali Warren highlights and then I get bombarded with it. <laughs> you know? Is that, are you going to be posting those highlights? Next week? No, the highlights are every snap he has. I got to post every snap he has. I found all six. It's like, where's Waldo? It's like, where's Kahali? Okay, you have done the watching for so many guys this year, and your watch list has gone down because all of your watches have just not played. It's Well, it's Herbert, Allen, Kahali right now. What were they Cutie. before? And there's a lot. Of, I don't know. You did Jadavion watch. Yeah, Jadavion. Oh, uh, Tredavious Smith <laughs> watch. Is, there's a lot of watches here. Oh, you need Tredavion Smith watch real No, fast? we're not doing a Tredavion Smith watch. Tra- right, you're having. We're not doing this. You know, I don't understand why you're just trying to hate on the short guy. So this is, you know, what we actually have a big problem here. All right? What is it? Just because you're tall, you think <laughs> that you have some type of say? Is that what's going on? No, I'm not. I'm not saying that. Sounds like. Well, I listened to that Randy Newman song about short people. It's like, yeah, I don't like. Them. Why is there a song about short people? You never heard it before? No. Why am I? Why would I listen to a song about short it's, people? It's hilarious. It's like it's supposed to be sarcasm. You know why I haven't heard of it? It's because I'm a short person. Right, it's Trey. It's Traquan Smith Lodge, not Tre'Davious. I have Tre'Davious <laughs> White. Traquan Smith. I trade. I have Tre'Davious White on my mind right now. But last week in Denver, one catch, sixteen yards. He's at 363 yards, 30 catches, four touchdowns. Not not the breakout year for him. No, but Randy Newman <laughs> has a song where he talks about how strange sort people are and how much he doesn't like them. But I think it's supposed to be like, you know, like a metaphor for you know, racism being really stupid, you know. But he just makes a song about not liking short people. Because they got tiny hands and little teeth, is what he says. Oh, my God. He's the guy who did the Toy Story album, too. Well, that's just, you got a friend in me? Yeah, Ooh. it's the same guy. That's talent right there. Yeah, uh, it's a good song, though. Yeah, so, but I still don't like that you're making Also, the, I'm picking Baltimore this week, and the other reason I'm picking them is, one, I think it's set up for Baltimore to go for a little run here, but two, their front's healthy, and uh, they're going to be able to stop the run somewhat, and Baker makes mistakes. And, never, and like you run weird looks for him. He doesn't know how to read very well, and so he throws interceptions against like kind of zany defenses like the one that Baltimore likes to run with a lot of multiple fronts. And uh, I think it's going to be a good game from Baltimore. And they beat them like 33-9 in week one. And I don't think it's going to be like that sort of game, but I think they're going to win uh, fairly resoundingly. I think Cleveland is going to beat the Baltimore Ravens. Okay. And I think this is going to be a showing that we saw last week with Cleveland versus Tennessee. I just think Cleveland's going to be on a roll. I just think that having Odell being out is really bonding the team together. They have their wild card now out of it. 
So they are going to be able to push this finish. And I think that they're going to be able to do well in the playoffs now. Mm. I just love the hunt in the chubby. Yeah. I just love it so much because I just so feel how about, like... How about the hunt for the chub? The hunt for the chub. Yeah. That's it. Yes. But the hunt for the chub is really what kind of sets this team apart because, yeah, sure, Baltimore is the number one running team right now and you have to be able to watch for Lamar, but Dallas sucks. Yeah, they so do. So you being able to pile up rushing yards against Dallas doesn't really show and me And they anything. ran the ball like 47 times. Yeah, and that's all they did... So bad to watch. Lamar completed 11 passes that game. You understand that Lamar just had to run up the middle for like a 50-yard run because Van Der Esch just ran to the wrong side. Yeah, it's hard It's hard against that defense. They made a hole where all he had to do was just block the hole, and he ran to the other side where yeah. there was no hole. Well, because there's probably motion over there. There was no hole there, man. <laughs> if there's no hole there, why would you go there? I don't know, man. I don't know. The wolf pack. You gotta get was it? You gotta pay the toll to get past the troll. Yeah, no, you gotta pay the troll toll to <laughs> to get uh, to the bo- this boy's soul. To get to the boy's soul. You gotta stop saying it like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I have Baltimore. So what's your upset for pick for the week? Because I have Washington, three and a half point underdogs in San Francisco. I'm riding the football team, dude. I don't know what it is. I don't know what the point spread is. All right. But I have Detroit over Green Bay. I think it's six. I have that. That's <laughs> what right. I'm going to go down for. I'm Detroit over Green Bay for this. Uh, I don't know what it is. Division I think it's game. six, though. And they fire their head coach. They're happy mm-hmm. again. Exactly. They really want to beat Green Bay. Exactly. This is And also, like you mentioned, this is the after the coach firing game. Well, that was last week. They won by four against Chicago. Yeah, but they're still on the hot streak. Yeah, they're still basking in the glow. They're of it. feeling it, baby, because they got rid of. I'm the, feeling it. The grief. I'm feeling God regret right now. But Matt Patricia. They got rid of all the grease from them. Yeah. Matt Patricia's not here. I'm, I'm feeling, feeling it. it. Yeah, God, he's disgusting. He wears lipstick. Oh, okay. <laughs> I would like him more if he didn't. Okay. All right. We. Okay. He kind of bought him some style of lipstick. I'm sure it would. I'm sure it would. <laughs> Just wearing sweatpants, a big old beard and lipstick. Uh, so to recap. Crumbs in the beard. I have Tampa Bay. You have Minnesota. I have Kansas City. You have Kansas City. I have Buffalo. You have Buffalo. I have Baltimore. You have Cleveland. And uh, that's week 14. The one game I wanted to talk about that we didn't get a chance to, Andy Dalton's going home. The Andy Dalton oh. revenge game. We're not talking about this game because. I'm going to watch it. If you really want me to mention something, man. The CD thing is getting out of hand. Either the NFL has something against Dallas, something against CD, or what? Well, I think it's just CD because it's either he's called for a pass interference or he's the one that gets pass interfered, and yet they're not calling it. It's getting ridiculous because it's one play a game, and it's always involving CD. Yeah. Is it because he's a rookie? What the hell am I missing here? I don't know. It's a hard job. He grabbed him in front of the ref, and the ref said, I don't know what you're talking about. It's a hard job, I guess you should have gotten by him. Are you an idiot? It's a hard job. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if the mic picked up the dog part. Uh, I was going to say, that was a long one. Well, I got to walk the dog. I kind of wish we could start this. I'm feeling hot right now. I wish we could start this over again, do it again. But we did it. We're here. And also, if you have a Christmas present coming my way, I finally got some of them in the mail. And so hopefully next week I'll be able to send all those off to our 6 million listeners. I bought 6 million little, little gifts. For our fans this year, and I'm excited to send those out next week. But you should get those next week, hopefully before Christmas. Uh, but in the meantime, I'm Matt Weston. Thank you for listening to Bell Ring Radio, and thank you for being on Taylor.
Yeah, whatever. Josh Allen still just threw five yard passes. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. 